Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Stephen Furtick on the show, and he's talking to us about how we need to trust God in the midst of everything that's going on, that it's not easy necessarily because everything's changing and everything's shutting down and everything's shut down and so much is different right now in the world, but that God is in our tomorrow and that we can trust him because he is already there and he has got us. Here's Stephen. So if God feels distant to you right now, you're not alone. All of us, even in our strongest moments, have this place in us where it's like, God, I wish I had a sign right now. I just feel uneasy. I don't feel at rest. I just feel that's, that's all completely human and completely normal. Sometimes God uses distance in our feelings to call us deeper in our faith. And I thought it was important to say that right now because while we're having to keep physical distance, I believe that God is calling us to spiritual depth. See, I don't want to just get through it. I'm tired of just getting through it. What's the point? Let's just all go to heaven right now if all we're going to do is get through it. They got a harp with my name on it up there. Come on. I sing like Zeke in heaven. Just let me get to heaven and get my glorified vocal cords. <laughs> let me get my eternal larynx in heaven and just go ahead and glorify the Lord with the… No, no, no. God, don't just get me through it. Teach me. There's something about distance. Graham said, why did God do all the miracles back then, but he doesn't now? It's not that God does less miracles. It's just we see them better in the distance. We see it better in the distance. It's like, um, God, why won't you do a miracle while you're watching me preach on your phone? This is a miracle. You see, like right now in this moment, take a breath. It's a miracle. Think about all the sin that he canceled. We're talking about everything that was canceled. I'll tell you what was canceled. The record of wrong that stood against me that he nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. So it is well with my soul. I looked at my portfolio for finances. It wasn't well. But then I looked at my soul, and I found out he's still with me, and he's in me, and there's some kind of hope that comes rising up to the surface. When God feels distant, he isn't. He's positioning you for a miracle. You know what's really cool about the ark? It was called the ark of the testimony, the ark of Yahweh, and the ark of the covenant. And that's really cool. Because in a time when they were going through something they'd never been through before, you hear me? You're going through something you've never been through before? We all are. We're all going through it. Be nice. We're all going through it. Think about it before you post. We're all going through it. We are all going through it in different ways. And maybe God is going to make you a miracle for somebody else. You thought about that? See, because in moments where we're going through places we've never been through before, it feels like God is distant. He isn't. He's showing us what can't be canceled. He's shutting down everything right now. They are shutting down everything right now. I'm waiting on Holly to close the kitchen. <laughs> I hope she doesn't cancel the kitchen, but I don't know. Everything is shut. Every time I turn around, I'm waiting to turn on my phone and it's canceled. Instagram told me to stay home. Everything is being canceled. So, isn't it so cool that as God is bringing them across the Jordan, the Ark of the Covenant, 
That's what it's called, the covenant. That's, that's not your agreement with God. That's God's agreement with you. Let's be honest. If it was dependent on the first one, if it was dependent on you, you wouldn't make it through. If it was dependent on me to have perfect faith, I wouldn't make it through. But I'm so grateful that when I'm going through what I can't understand, what I've never been through before, God gives me something to look at that represents what cannot be taken away. His oath, his covenant, his blood. Watch this. Support me in the whelming flood. That's the old hymn from the Methodist church. You know what I found myself doing the other day? I found myself breaking out the ark, the old stuff, the old hymns. I started quoting hymns around my house the other day. Some of us, we're going, we're going through a new thing, so we need to break out the old stuff. You have not prayed in three months. You might want to pray a little bit right now. You have not been very grateful lately. Now would be a good time to bless the Lord. Now be a good time for Martin Luther to come to Elevation Church. A mighty fortress is our God. A bulwark. What? A bulwark? You hadn't talked about bulwarks in a long time. Well, I need a bulwark right now. I'm fighting a big devil. I need a mighty fortress. I need a safe place. I need a shelter. God is with me. And Joshua told the people, verse 5, consecrate yourselves. Watch this verse. This is the whole thing, all right? Y'all thought I was preaching? I wasn't preaching yet. This is the sermon. Consecrate yourselves. That's your part. Not isolation, consecration. It's just all in how you look at it. I wonder what God is preparing us for right now. I wonder what he is mending, like he mended Peter's nets after he stopped fishing. In those moments, God is mending. I wonder what he's mending in our hearts in this moment when we just stop for a minute to be still and know he is God and he'll be exalted above the heavens. The horse and his rider, he's thrown into the sea. All the old stuff comes back. And see, here, here it comes. It's the convergence of what God has done, what he will do, but it's all found in his presence. Presence, presence, presence. Consecrate yourselves. Give me the verse. For tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. You see how clear that is? In that verse, God's got a job and you've got a job. You see that word tomorrow? That's on God's job description. You see it in the scripture? Put it in the chat. I need you to say this. I need you to say it. Tomorrow is God's job. Tomorrow is God's job. So here's what we have to do. We have to trust God with tomorrow's problems and embrace today's process. Consecrate yourselves. That's today's process. That's cleansing. That's setting apart. That's knowing He is God. That's devotion. That's this. That's like, I'm not going to stop coming to church just because I can't physically get there. In fact, I'm going to use this time. I'm going to start sharing the gospel more with people. I'm going to make the devil so mad he's going, to, he's going to have to let me out the house. I'm going to start forwarding every clip, every sermon, every song. We, we put this song out the other day called The Blessing. And the reason we put it out is because you know God gave us this song, and I don't know how to stop the virus, but I know how to spread the blessing. And so I have a job. God has a job. What, what is God's job? God's job is tomorrow. That's like when I went to Australia the first time. Is anybody 
watching from Australia right now. Yeah, I see you lighting up the comments. I see you, Cheryl, Eric, Brandon. I see you. I see you from the Ukraine. Tomorrow is God's job. But here's what's awesome. Somebody watching in Australia, and it's already tomorrow. It's already tomorrow. The first time I went to Australia to preach, I got off the plane because I was stupid and went straight to the stage to preach. But before I went to the stage, I landed at like 10 a.m., and then I was preaching at 12 p.m., so I just had time to take a shower. And Just before I started to uh, uh, head over to the arena where I was preaching in Sydney, I FaceTimed the kids. This was years ago, so the kids were real little. and I FaceTimed them because my room had this beautiful view. Pastor Phil Pringle put me up in this beautiful room, and I could see the I could see the Sydney Harbor, and I wanted the kids to see it. And so the sun was shining so pretty over the uh, over the the harbor. And I took a FaceTime, and I said, "Hey, kids, I just wanted to say hey to you from tomorrow." And I was telling them how it's it, we're across the international dateline. I was telling them how we we uh, well it's tomorrow in Australia, but it's nighttime there. And remember, they were real little. And so Holly was tucking them into bed, and and they're all gathered around the FaceTime and everything like that. I think Abby was already asleep. She was real little. And then Graham and Elijah and and we talked for a minute. I said I got to go preach now. And Elijah interrupted me. He said, Hey, Dad, before you go, will you tell us what happens tomorrow? It was like he had this moment. You're already there. You're my father. See, I, I, I gotta let, I let, I gotta let God be in my tomorrow, and consecrate myself today. That's all I can do. I cannot predict the path. All I can do is walk in it. And yet, the beauty of the passage is this: if you will consecrate yourself today, God is already in your tomorrow. That was Pastor Stephen Furtick, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, God Uses Distance. You can also find out more information at his website, which is stephenfurtick.com. Have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.